<laughs> okay, I guess I better start. Uh, are you, are you, uh, oh my God, where's my brain? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm working on it, but it's doing some weird things right now. You know, it's for another 30 days too, right? They extended it. Thanks, Pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of us stay current on events going on. Whatever. <laughs> Love you. All right. While Sydney is, <laughs> while Sydney is uh, working on live streaming us, uh, just give me a, a thumbs up if you think you got us out there. So I, I will wait a couple uh, before I really start digging in. But um, we're going to talk about excuses this week. We actually had something different planned for this week, and. Uh, we, we kind of each just because kind of know behind the scenes how the Premier Network goes and how these morning Zooms all happen and whatnot. We, we mapped out a schedule, uh, a, I don't know, a month or so ago, maybe two months ago on like what we would do each week, uh, guests we're going to have on topics, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but however, obviously times changed uh, in the last 30 days. And so some of our scheduling didn't quite make sense. And as I was reviewing, this is we each kind of take a week so that somebody's running. Thanks. Got it. We're, we're live. So one of us is kind of running the week to give the others a little bit of a break um, and planning the content, planning guests and, and things like that. So this is my week. I start off every Monday, but not every week is my week, but this is actually my week. And so Saturday I'm starting to do my planning and whatnot. And I'm looking at our topic and I'm like, this ain't working for me. It's just not jiving. We need something different right now. Uh, so I, that's when I started. I, I came across what I actually put on our little graphic that I shared out there this morning with that elephant. I came across a very similar graphic um, that said our excuses weigh more than our dreams. And I thought, I think that's the topic I need for this week because while we all have a lot of distraction right now, and we've talked a lot about that, we want to make sure that whatever we're bringing you on the Preneur Network fits with what's going on right now. What are people dealing with right now? What do they need help with right now? And um, I'm gonna be a little bit tough on you. Um, people that have been on my network marketing team know uh, I'm, I'm just that tougher coach. I'm, I'm not the one that's gonna give you hugs and uh, pats on the back and make sure you feel okay about everything all the time. We do that here, but we also want to coach you tough. And this morning as I was kind of making some notes and planning some things out, I ran across a, a, a message that Tony Robbins uh, had put out there. And as I was reading through that, it kind of sparked, um, it kind of sparked some juices flowing, some things I wanted to share. Uh, you know, he, he talks a lot about what's going on right now. And I shared this on my personal page. So if you want to go read what I'm talking about, I, I shared it on there earlier. It's a long, it's a pretty long message, but he is who I followed through, um, sometimes. And, and I, I, I resort back to this when I, I find myself falling into excuse mode or bad habits that I want to break. Um, and, and I highly, highly recommend, uh, his book called awaken the giant within. I think I got to unmute or maybe thanks. Um, Awaken the Giant Within. And he talks a lot about. I got <laughs> muted. 
Okay. Oh, wait, I'm not sure where I got muted. So Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Uh, he talks a lot about the pain versus pleasure mode. And I'm going to dig at that a little bit this morning and, and actually have some exercises I want you guys to do with me. Um, so if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen, uh, grab one now. Um, if you have a clean, ready to go notebook or a notebook you've been using that you can kind of um, dedicate to this week of work with me, um, grab that because I want you to take some notes and then reflect back on them. Um, and actually you're going to create a little bit of a journal this week on this, uh, on this mission. So uh, if you don't have the book Awaken the Giant Within, you know, I think you can, you can check them out virtually from libraries now. You can um, download things on Audible. You can, um, you can get things on uh, what people read on Kindle. I'm assuming you probably can get it on Kindle. Um, you can also maybe get, if, if you are a Blinkist member and you have a membership, you might be able to read it on there. I haven't checked to see if it's in there, but I highly recommend it because it really will, it will make you dig a little deeper about you and why you make excuses and how to get out of your way, your own way and awaken that giant that's within you. And his message this morning was so, was, is super true. Like I look at some of the things we've done and we do, and a lot of us are network marketers or own our own businesses or things like that, or are wanting to. So we have a broad range of people in the Preneur Network. Some people are just sitting watching. They, they don't know, they're not sure. They, they are making excuses of why they haven't yet. And his message was, if you have the ability to dig deep within yourself and create something in this downtime, in this time we have locked at home, with plenty of time on our hands to do something new and prepare for your future, we're going to go back to normal quotes in the air. Um, I don't think that, I think it will be a new normal, um, but we are going to go back to normal at a certain point. And are you going to be prepared for that normal? And are you going to be prepared for the next time something uh, like this happens? Um, network marketers in general prepare for the unknown. And that's why you have a lot of network marketers, unfortunately, out there at this point going, I told you so, you should have been preparing, you should have been doing this, you should have been joining this business a long time ago, because right now you could be leaning back on that income. And while uh, that is not the way we should be going about it, there's a lot of truth to that. They have planned, they do feel a little bit better about the position they're in because they've been working the last three, four or five years uh, or year on building that side hustle. So he talks in that uh in his little post this morning i don't know when he wrote it i post, i shared it this morning about preparing and digging deep during these times and making sure you're not just sitting back making excuses so uh, this is the tough part of me when things like this happen we're all in the same boat i'm in the same boat as you what i choose to do every day inside my boat is what sets us apart so we can be scared. Uh, now, now, let me preface this by saying we have plenty of people who are on the front lines that don't have the same ability. I am not talking to you. I, you, you have your job. You are serving this country. We are grateful for that. I am not talking to you. I am talking to the people who are scared and sitting at home and not doing anything about their future when they have all the power in the world to do and learn and create something brand, brand new. And they're just letting fear and excuses and bad habits and old patterns and laziness stand in their way from 
making something of this and, and coming out of this on the other side a, in a bigger, better, stronger position than we went into it. So I wanna talk a little bit about excuses. Um, I want you to work through those excuses this week. Um, I have no idea what Sydney and Sunshine have planned for you because they have no idea what I was gonna talk about this morning. So bless the two of you for having to follow me every single week as I completely sidetrack us all the time with my squirrel moments, okay? So those two know how to shift. And when I move their cheese around, they, they go find it pretty quickly. So give, give them some shout outs this week because they really, I shifted us on Saturday and didn't share any of my plans with them. So I apologize out of time. Um, so this is what I want you guys to start working on. Uh, and I have some more details I'll share after this. And, I, and I, I've shared with some of you my mantra in the past that I literally I had to take this off my bulletin board. It's my mantra. I've lived by it from uh, I think I found it 10 years ago. I did not create it. I found it. And the day I found it, I think a big light bulb went on and my life shifted uh, from that moment forward. Um, and I want you to create a mantra this week. So I'm going to help you with mine. Um, so we're going to do a couple of different things today. But first and foremost, and you can expand on this afterwards, we're going to take some time to start it here. And then you can expand on it. Um, not that I want to focus on the negative, but we're going to focus there just a little bit to dig through it and, and you know, kind of pull the pieces apart. Um, but first and foremost, I want you to write down like your top five goals. I want you to take a notebook or a piece of paper out and I want you to write down what are your top five goals? What did you start off in 2018, 2019, 2020, uh, writing down, you know, the top five things you want to accomplish this year or something you want to change. And maybe it's, I want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe it's, I want to um, hit this next rank in my company. Maybe it's, um, I want to, maybe it's not even about that. I want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe it's just, I want to get healthier. So I want to work out five days a week. Um, I want to eat healthier. I, uh, I want to spend more time with my family. I want to be able to take vacations. Okay, bad example right now, but you get my point. So like your list your top five, if you could accomplish those five goals this year or be on a pretty good path to nailing those goals, um, what, what would those top five be? Once you have the, and you can think about that. So if you start writing a couple down and you want to rewrite this when we get off and make this a little bit cleaner and, and, and more thought out, please, by all means do. I'm not expecting you to get it all done right now while I don't give you very much time to write. <laughs> um, and then I want you to go next to each one of those goals and maybe you make a separate page for each one of these goals because we're going to dig a little deeper on them. Um, I want you to, to list all the excuses that you've told yourself or you've used to stop you from achieving each one of those goals. So if, I'm just going to give you examples. If your one of your top five goals is to lose 20 pounds, uh, you know what it takes to lose those 20 pounds for you. What are some of the things since you know, the beginning of time or the beginning of this goal or since the beginning of 2020, what are the things that you've let stand in your way? And we're going to dig through those a little bit and figure out why you're doing that. And we're going to try to get past them. Um, maybe your goal is to reach the next rank in your company. I use rank because a lot of us on here are network marketers. Um, it, maybe it's an income goal. So if you're not a network marketer, you own your own business or you're um, something like that, you, you have a goal of hitting that next 
uh, income benchmark or rank in your company or overall revenue for the month. Um, maybe that's one of your goals. I want you to write down all of the excuses that you make of why you haven't achieved that yet or why you're not very well on your way to getting there. Okay. Um, let's say that you are wanting to start a new business and one of your goals at the beginning of this year or last year or five years ago was to be able to do X, Y, and Z to create uh, a business of your own. Um, maybe you have uh, a hobby or um, you know something that you like to do that you've always wanted to turn into a business, but you haven't done it yet. Write down the list of excuses of why you haven't yet. They may seem valid and that's totally cool. I just want you to write them down. Um, and then we're gonna um, we're gonna dig through those just a little bit more. So let's let's pause on that for just a second, and I'm gonna talk to you just a little bit more about a few things, and then we're gonna go back to it. Um, let's talk a little bit about why we make those excuses sometimes. Why why do we put those excuses in our way? And like I said, some of them can be very valid. I am in no way, shape, or form saying that your excuses aren't valid. We just have to decide what's more important. So we'll get to that. Um, but why do we make these excuses? Um, a lot of times it just seems easier to stick to our old ways. Uh, let's use the, I want to lose 20 pounds. Um, it means I'm going to have to get up earlier in the morning so I can fit in that workout. It means when I get home uh, from work or get you know to the end of my day, uh, after I've gotten all my work done and the kids' school and all that stuff, that means that I might have to uh, step away instead of sitting down on the couch and going and doing some, you know, more exercise outside or, you know, taking a long walk. Or maybe you have a little semi-gym set up in your house and you can do some working out. You have to decide, though, that you're going to go do that. And so it seems easier to hit the snooze button, right? That's why we do it, because it's easier. Um, it seems easier after everybody's done for the day to go sit on the couch and turn on TV. Trust me, I fall into that trap all the time. I am no different. It seems easier to do that. That's why we do it. It just seems easier than, than breaking out of that normal cycle. Uh, we doubt. It seems like a great idea. At the beginning of the year, it sounded awesome. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to get up at 530 every single morning. I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to lose that 20 pounds. It sounds amazing. And then we start to doubt ourselves. Well, can I really do that five days a week? I can probably do it like two or three days a week, but then by Thursday or Friday, I'm kind of tired. I just want to sleep in. I don't want to have to get up. I'll start it again on Monday. And doubt starts to sneak in on your goal and what you think you're able to achieve. And so you just stop doing it. Um, we're scared or we're fearful of failure of the actual goal. So we just stop. Oh, well, that was good. I had like two weeks of getting up early and putting a little, a little more time on the treadmill. But I mean, I'm not really seeing any results. I don't know if I'm really going to be able to keep this up long term anyways, because man, I like hitting my snooze button more. And your fear of failure turns back into what seems easier. Oh, it's just easier not to do this than to do it. It's just much easier. The hard work is still in front of me. And I just don't know if I can do it anyway. So why keep trying? You may not exactly say those things to yourself, but you are subconsciously when you quit. Um, we're not ready. 
now this one, you know, be practical about it. There are some times that you have big goals that you aren't necessarily ready for. And there is some work that has to be done before you can take on that big goal. And sometimes you aren't ready. Just don't be practical about it. Don't let that be your excuse. Just because you don't think you're ready. A lot of times we're not ready for a lot of things. You just got to dive in and do it anyways. So when I say maybe you're not ready, it's it's a valid excuse when you just had knee surgery and your doctor told you to stay off your knee and so you can't start working out. It's not valid when your doctor has told you that you can take the knee brace off and start exercising a little bit and you still don't do it. Okay, so just be practical about using that as an excuse that you're not ready. We're not motivated. A lot of people will use that as an excuse. We're just not motivated. So that's what I'm going to talk about next. How, where do you find that motivation if you're not motivated? And that's going to, that, that's where I recommended Tony Robbins book, Awaken the Giant Within, because he talks about the pain versus pleasure piece. And if you really start to dig apart the plain pain versus pleasure piece of your excuses and why you haven't achieved some of your goals, you run your life on pain versus pleasure. You make almost all your decision based on pain versus pleasure without even thinking about it. And he teaches you how to reprogram your brain to start thinking about it and realizing it. And that's what we're going to do with your top five goals and the excuses that you use or that get in your way from accomplishing those goals. And so that's, that's what I want you to, um, when you're, that's why I said notebook, because we're going to journal a little bit this week along the way. Um, so motivation comes from your pain versus pleasure principle. Um, you're extremely motivated when you're thinking about the pleasure and you're extremely unmotivated when you're concentrating on the painful part. And we tend to concentrate on the painful part when it's, uh, when it's actually giving us pleasure. It, that doesn't, I know it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense when you really start digging into it. So, um, we seek pleasure to avoid pain and uh, we avoid conflict. And there's a difference between we need to, what we need to start working on this week is your short-term pain and your short-term pleasure versus your long-term pain and your long-term pleasure. So sometimes we're just, um, we're really focusing on the short-term pain. It goes away very quickly, but not realizing that that actually leads to more longer term pain in the future because um, we've, we've been stuck there. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, when you go to your top five goals and you start lo looking at your list of excuses, um, I want you to write down some things, um, but here's an example. Uh, take your list of your goals and your excuses and I want you to make a column for pain and I want you to make a column for pleasure. And I want you to think about the excuse and I want you to think about the goal first. What is, uh, what is painful about achieving that goal? I gotta, like, let's go back to the weight loss one. I gotta get up early, that's painful. You know, like getting out of bed when it's still cold and it's still dark, that's painful, right? You wake up first thing in the morning, you're like, I did it this morning. The alarm went off and I was like, oh, I don't really have to get up and I don't really want to seems a little bit painful to get out of bed. And then I shift because I've been doing this for a long time. Then I shift and go, but how am I going to feel 
after I'm done. My endorphins are going to go up. I'm going to feel like I accomplished something and I stop focusing on the painful parts. Um, most of the time when we don't get ourselves out of bed to get that workout started, we're focusing on all the pain. We're, we're focusing on that short term painful stuff. We're not focusing on how good it will feel. And this can work in reverse too. So I'm going to use a, a terrible example about drinking. <laughs> okay. So someone who's an alcoholic or has a problem with drinking, they think about the pleasure of that instead of the pain, right? So this can work in exact opposite. They're thinking about, oh, that drink will feel so good. It will make me relax. It will make me feel calmer. It will, it will wash all my worries away temporarily. And they focus on the pleasure piece and they don't focus on the painful piece. Man, I'm going to wake up hungover. That's going to suck. My brain's going to be cloudy tomorrow. I'm going to be tired. They don't think about those things. It's easier to think about the pleasure pieces. So when you're going through, I want you to really pay attention to what are the triggers in those, in those lists for, for your top five goals and their excuses. The pain part, I want you to list out for each one, for each thing. And the pleasure part, I want you to list out. And I really want you to take some time and reflect on what you're focusing on for each one of those. So you can start to mentally shift your brain. I promise you, if you start studying your behaviors and why you do what you do, you'll realize a lot of it comes back to your pain versus pleasure. And like I said, it can work in opposite. So pay attention to each one of the cues. Um, I, I use the workout piece because I know that's a big one for like first thing in the morning when people are, are waking up and trying to make that decision. And so another book I'll recommend if you're trying to, uh, I've recommended this book a ton of times, if you're trying to overcome a bad habit or implement a new good habit, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins is incredible. I'll you go back to the, she starts it with the getting out of bed in the morning, but you can use it when maybe it's going live. You want to start going live more on Facebook and you're terrified of it. Write down the list of the pain versus pleasure on that and see what you are um, putting off because it's painful and see what your, um, what you would gain if it became pleasurable. And I'm, we're going to have another whole list of things that we write in our little journal, right? So Mel Robbins talks about getting up first thing in the morning and how it's shifted her day, but she was going through a very painful part in her, in her life, right? She had a lot of things happen that she just didn't want to get out of bed anymore. And good Lord, I know a lot of us are there right now. A lot of people just lost their jobs or lost hope or lost their fuel or lost their motivation. And it feels dark and it feels dreary and it feels ooky right now, but you have a choice to do something about it. So what she does is sets her alarm and stops using the snooze. And as soon as that alarm goes off, she count, she doesn't let her brain go into pain versus pleasure mode. She makes her brain shift right into five, four, three, two, one, up. No time. No time to let the brain kick into its normal pattern of habits where it starts shifting you into thinking of all the excuses and all the things that either cause you pain from getting up early or pleasure from getting up early. It just takes the whole guesswork out of it. It shuts it all off. Five, four, three, two, one, up. Same thing. If you're going to go live and that I'm using that as another example, if, if you're going to go live and all your brain does when you're okay, I'm supposed to go live at nine o'clock. Um, but my brain starts shifting into excuse mode, pain versus pleasure mode thinking of all the things that are going to be painful, starting to think of some of the things that will be cool when you're done, but the pain out, out 
outnumbers the pleasure. And so you start doing this. I don't even go there when it's almost nine o'clock and you have to go live. Stop thinking five, four, three, two, one. Fraser Brooks does the, the claps, something to shift your brain into another focus so that you're not thinking about it. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't be cognizant of what is driving our brain. That pain versus pleasure is what's driving your brain. And that's why I'm saying create a journal this week. Let's figure out what's motivating your brain more so that we can make the shifts and change it. And we can get out of excuse mode and into do mode. Um, so my two book recommendations are Awaken the Giant Within and the Five Second Rule so that you can start realizing and then figuring out a pattern to get past them. But in your journal or in your notebook where you started your notes this morning, this is the exercise I want you to really work on this week. I can't, I can't mute, so, okay, thanks. Um, so take your list out, and I want you to start recording um, on, maybe you make a couple pages for this. I didn't lay this out myself yet, so I'm going, you create this, however this works for you. I want you to take out your list and, 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 and talk about the pleasure when you accomplish something. Um, when you take action. So I want you to record yourself on how you feel when you take action on that. And I'm going to go back to my same example. So it's easier to stay on that track. Um, you really were committed at the beginning of this year uh, to lose 20 pounds. So what are you doing about it? Let's start this week doing something about it. Maybe it was an income goal. You said you were going to get to that next rank by this point and you haven't. Why? So let's start doing some things that you know are gonna lead you to those goals. And when you accomplish one, so let's go back to the working out. So tomorrow morning, you're like, okay, I'm, I heard. <laughs> Alarm goes off, five, four, three, two, one, down to the gym, getting my workout in. And as soon as you're done, I want you to go to your journal and I want you to record exactly how you feel because you took action. I want you to write down exactly how you feel. Describe in detail how this could change your life. So write down exactly how you feel. And if you keep this up, how could this change your life forever? I want you to write it down. And I want you to continue that process all week. And you can continue it on past this week. If it's working for you, keep doing it. Um, and then I want you to, to sit for a second and write, write down pain next after that. So you got your workout in. Here's how you feel. This is how you'd feel if you continue this on and how it would change your life. And then I want you to sit back for a second and really do some deep thinking on the pain. Paint yourself a visual picture in your mind if you never accomplish the said goal. You're, this, is part of, this is part of how you're going to train your brain out of that. So I know it seems a little negative, but you have to focus on it a little bit so that you can make the changes. So I want you to just literally sit back and paint a picture in your mind. If you never accomplish the goal and you are on your deathbed and you look back at regret that you stayed overweight and unhappy and miserable for the rest of your life, how painful does that feel? I want you to get really serious about how painful that feels forever and ever. That's it. You're on your deathbed now and you are still, you still haven't lost that weight that you promised yourself you were going to, and it, it eliminated or uh, kept you away from accomplishing other goals, from getting on stages, from playing with your kids more, from going out on, you know, different, different events that you would do, from wearing that 
favorite pair of jeans you always wanted to fit into from wearing a bikini at the beach or feeling comfortable when, when you're throwing your clothes on every morning, whatever that is, you never got to feel that because you just never did it. And I want you to feel how painful that feels. And, and maybe it's from, maybe it's quitting smoking or quitting drinking if you have a problem with it. You know, I'm just throwing some ideas out there. I want you to really focus on how painful it will feel if you never get through that goal. How painful will it be if you never make it to that next rank in your company, ever? You never do it. How painful is that going to feel to you? And then I want you to do the exact opposite right after that. I want you to, to write down the pleasure part, put down some bullet points, sit back, visually take in and think about what it will feel like when you accomplish that goal how it is actually going to impact the rest of your life because you did it. What are all the things that are going to come to you because you were, you were strong enough to stick with it, dig in, face your fears, get, get over the excuses, and move on into that life that you have always dreamed of and you have always wanted. And I, and I want you to do that for each one of your goals this week. We all have goals. I want you to list your top five. I want you to take and write down all your excuses that you've ever used. And I want you to go back and write the pain versus pleasure of each one of those goals and using or not using those excuses. I really want you to think and take some time and reflect, dive into why you're doing that to yourself. If you don't figure it out, if you don't go back and figure out why you're doing that to yourself and what are the emotional triggers for each one of those, you'll never get better. You're, you're never going to get past where you're at right now. So I want you to take the week to really focus on and train yourself on why you're doing what you're doing. So sometimes we, we have those big goals, but we never actually take the time to pick apart what's going on in our brains that's stopping us or helping us achieve. You know, there's things in your life that, listen, there's people uh, I'm using the money and the weight thing only because it's just easy things to pick off the top of my brain today. It's not everybody's goals, but sometimes people are, you see it all the time, uber successful. They are driven as a mofo at making money. They can put everything aside and focus and build a team or build a business and make buku bucks and be super satisfied with that. And they're 50 pounds overweight but wait, if they're so smart and have it all figured out that they can put together enough smarts to grow a business, why can't they put together the same amount of smarts to lose the weight? There's something in there in the plain versus pleasure category that's still stopping them. So not everybody's perfect in every aspect of their life. And we all struggle in certain areas, all of us. And it always comes back to us using the pain versus pleasure. So I I uh, encourage all of you to uh, work on this this week, create your journal um, and, and get started on it. I had somebody that said they wanted to share. So I think it was Kristen. Yeah, yeah, please unmute and, and add, and then we'll jump off because it's nine o'clock already. Or she said that and then she's gone. Did she leave us? I think she left us on accident. Kristen said, can I add something? And then she's gone. There she is. Here. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. So one of the things, your, your description of what we need to do with this pain and pleasure is spot on, Jessica. 
And one of the things that I have found myself in my own journey is when you exercise, it goes in the same thing you do when you, in your daily grind. I sit on my bike and I'm spinning and I look how much weight I wanted to lose this year. And I look at the muscles in my legs after four kids, how the inside of my, and I know I'm getting kind of graphic here, but my thighs inside is weak, but my outside is strong. And I'm spinning and I'm spinning and I visualize the pain it's going to take me physically to get the inside of those muscles working. And you have to do that with your, your day. Like you look at your, how many calls you've done, how many people have you reached. It's painful. You don't want to pick up that phone. You don't want to type that text. You don't, it's painful because it's stepping you out of something that you have not done in order for you to visualize mentally that you have lost those inches in, in any muscle of your body. You have to literally watch your muscles work as you're spinning your bike or you're running or you're doing this and doing that. You have to visualize that on your paper. You have to visualize that picking your phone up. You have to visualize that calling somebody because if you don't, it'll keep you back. Such a great uh, example. I appreciate that you popped in and said that. One thing I said I was going to get to that I didn't. So um, either Thursday or Friday, I'll, I'll pop back in and we'll talk about creating our mantras. Um, because this is so powerful to me and I'm telling you, it really changed my existence and it has a little bit of, you know, to do with our daily affirmations and putting our stuff down on paper and things that you repeat to yourself in your head to create more. Um, this, that, this mantra of mine really helped me focus on my pain versus pleasure when I really get down on myself about not accomplishing something. So we'll work on that Thursday or Friday. I will tell you special guest, it's either Thursday or Friday. We're going to have Danelle Delgado on. Um, diving in a little bit deeper on this exact topic and sharing with us about what she has created for those that are looking to make a million online. She's created a course. She's made it extremely inexpensive because she knows what uh, everybody's handling right now. And she's made it super easy to take part in it on a, on a payment structure. So she's going to come on Thursday or Friday and talk to all of us and do a little training and share what she's going to be sharing in that mastermind for six weeks. So um, I hope you guys will both all be on Thursday, both Thursday and Friday, if not every single day of this week, um, so that we can keep sharing on this topic and help you some more through it. And um, I would love to hear from more people, just like Kristen shared with us, as you go through your journal this week and your journal exercise, and you're, you're putting all of this down, you're going to evoke some emotions. And if you feel like there's something you want to share on here throughout the week, just pop uh, me, Sydney, or Sunshine a message and say, hey, I'd like to share an experience. And we would absolutely love to have you on and highlight you. So um, thanks for joining us. We're going to hop off. It's after nine. I went over my time <laughs> as usual. I always think I'll never be able to fill a half hour with what comes out of my mouth. And then I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, geez, oh, peeps. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you.